Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show right here on this Tuesday on WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. Continuing our countdown to the Super Bowl, our own at-home version of Radio Row. And it rolls on now as we go out to the phone line and bring on our friend Joe Valerio. He spent five years in the NFL, most notably with the Kansas City Chiefs, who are obviously getting ready for the Philadelphia Eagles coming up on Sunday. Joe, thanks for being with us. How are you? Brady, thank you for having me. Greetings from uh, Philadelphia, which, you know, I'm, I'm a Philadelphian and I've played for the Chiefs. So, you know, I've got this interesting allegiance to both teams and uh, at our Super Bowl party, which will be at home. I won't be in Arizona. We've got cheesesteaks and hoagies on one side of the room oh. and we'll have Kansas City. Kansas City barbecue on the other side. So super excited about it. You've got the market cornered on good food at the Super Bowl party. I've got the market cornered on Ivy League offensive linemen. We had Ross Tucker on the show yesterday who played nice. at, played at Princeton and we got you today, offensive lineman who played at the, who played at Penn. Yeah, well hey, there you go. You know, we we, we have a little hashtag we use on on uh, <laughs> social media, hashtag one Ivy, right? We all once we all get out of there, we all try to uh, support each other, even though very uh, they're very uh, tenacious rivalries uh, while you're playing. Once once you're out, you kind of uh, we have a little bit of a of a, a friendly uh, you know fraternity, so to speak, for our football uh, brethren who played at the other school. So happy to see Ross is fantastic. What a what a great football guy, and uh, really you're lucky to have him on. He's, he's fantastic. What's harder for you, blocking the likes of Reggie White? Or raising triplet daughters. Yeah, that's a good. I would say I would say I definitely had an easier time with Reggie White because I knew what I was getting. Uh, <laughs> you know, I knew I was going to get the big, you know, the big hump move that he used to use with his his right arm, or you know, I was going to get a nice rip move, you know, to my hip or whatever. Man, when you you know you got to feed and diaper and change and entertain three infants all at the same time and you go right to zone defense and not you know any kind of a man-to-man defense uh yeah it can definitely take your breath away for sure oh man joe let's get to the super bowl and have some fun there it seems like the prevailing thought right now is that the eagles are the better team they're the healthier team and they're the better team but people can't bring themselves to pick against mahomes are you getting the same sense yeah, I think, look, you, you nailed it right there. Three, three points, right? The, the Eagles have more momentum. They're, gonna be a little, they're coming in this game a little bit healthier. Uh, and, and, you know, they're just, I think this season they've done stuff with the RPO, with the run pass option, and the way Jalen Hurts has executed it that is going to be unlike anything the Chiefs have really seen. I mean, the Chiefs defense has seen some mobile quarterbacks, we'll call them. You know, quarterbacks with happy feet who can find the pocket within the pocket guys like Josh Allen and, uh, you know, Joe Burrow and, and, and in their own division, Derek Carr and Justin Herbert. And they've seen those guys plenty of times to to know how to, to defend against a really solid, you know, what I would call a happy-footed quarterback. But they have not seen anything like the RPO. You know, when you when you run that run-pass option and Jalen makes the option to, to hand off, keep it, or pass, and you're not disciplined, um, it can be, it's a lot. You have to muscle memory that. You know, you can't just watch film and say, oh, when he does this, he does that. So the Chiefs are going to, it's going to be critical that the Chiefs scout offense this week and, and for this past week are doing a great job of simulating and emulating the Jalen Hurts run offense because you, ha- you there's a sense of muscle memory that you need to play that kind of disciplined defense so you don't over-pursue 
you don't under pursue, you don't hang back too much. You don't, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. I, I, when I was coaching high school football, I coached for 11 years. We ran the triple option. And I know how hard that is for teams to discipline themselves if you don't see it a lot. And that's why I think that the Eagles have, have a little bit of an advantage right now because they're very complementary in, in most other positions or maybe not, that's not the right word. They're very similar in, in, in most of the other positions. There's no real standouts. You know, nobody's got a Walter Payton or a Barry Sanders at running back. You know, they've got great receiving cores, um, but they're, you know, with the, with the exception of A.J. Brown, who kind of has set himself apart uh, from the pack. Um, he's very, I just think they're very similar teams. Uh, their offensive lines, the way their defenses rush. I think it all comes back. It all comes down to your last point. Your last point there is: is it Mahomes or Jalen Hurts that has you know has the breakout game? Joe Valerio, former NFL offensive lineman, five years in the league, four of them with the Chiefs. He's here with us on our Super Bowl week coverage here on the Brady Farkas Show and WDEV AM and FM. You know, I understand that the Bengals mangled offensive line is not the same as the Eagles offensive line, but the Chiefs had a lot of success in that AFC title game, getting pressure on Joe Burrow, five sacks, three in a row at one point. What can they do to get some pressure up front? Well, you know, they've got, you know, Steve Spagnuolo puts together very good and, and sort of differentiated blitz packages. So obviously I think they're going to have to pressure Jalen a little bit. It's a big game. He's on a big stage, not that he hasn't been on big stages before, but, you know, they're going to want to try to take advantage of his adrenaline that's going to be, you know, make that work against him and, and get him to make quick decisions, um, you know, in a game where, you know, the Chiefs have a little bit more uh, championship DNA, so to speak, right? I mean, they've, Andy's been there multiple times. Patrick's been there. You know, some of these offensive linemen have some some Super Bowl experience. And, you know, I think I think it's going to come down to what kind of package can Spagnola put together to 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 sort of pressure Jalen Hurts, but not over pressure him. You know, if you if you rush, you know, undisciplined, like in, in, in the way that you go after him, he's going to find a crevice and he's going to take off and he's going to press those linebackers into coming up. And then he can either dump the ball or he can find, you know, some open spots in that intermediate passing game, you know, from like eight to say 15 yards, which could kill you, right? That's time of possession. It's, you know, they're, they're high percentage throws and, you know, they're going to have to have a very, very disciplined rush. If they just pin their ears back and go after Jalen Hurts, it could be a long day and he could really beat you with his legs. So, you know, they're going to have to be uh, very wary in the way that they rush. I don't think you're going to see a lot of sacks out of the Chiefs. I think what they're going to try to do is push the pressure up into his face and and sort of make him make a decision about what he needs to do rather than trying to go for the big sack. You as an offensive lineman, what kind of pressure is on you? What's your mindset knowing you've got a less than 100% Patrick Mahomes in front of you? Obviously, he's going to be better than he was in the AFC title game, but still, he's not 100%. What's going through your mind as a lineman under those circumstances? Oh, I mean, yeah. Look, the thing is, as an offensive lineman, when you're, when you're protecting a guy like Patrick Mahomes, one of the things that these lines, he's had multiple different groups, right? Chemistry, chemistry. Uh, you know, they've had to coordinate some chemistry with some different groups throughout the, the throughout his short career. Um, but what what you need to learn to do is just take your defender where he wants to go. If you try to position block and get yourself between Patrick and the defender, and and sort of like in, in almost like in a basketball manner where you're trying to stay between you know the person who has the ball and stay between the the the, uh, 
the player that they're trying to get the ball to when you're playing defense. If, if, if the Eagles linemen try to do that too much, they don't create the right pocket for him. So let's say, for example, you know, the right defensive end, you know, for the, for the, for the Eagles slant in hard. Well, Orlando Brown just needs to take him and wash him where he wants to go. And Patrick will step to his left and he'll find that open spot. That's, that's how you protect Patrick Mahomes. You don't try to build this perfect, you know, here's a geometry term, right? You don't try to build this perfect parabola or half of an oval around him, right? You have to just take your defender where he wants to go and let Patrick make the decision. And that's the way a lot of these happy footed quarterbacks play today. You know, the Josh Allen's, the Joe Burrows and, you know, the, what the Chiefs were able to do with Burrow is they were able to collapse the pocket. You know, they, it wasn't like a mad rush where they just had these guys burning up the field, beating them around the corner, right? They were, they were sacks that really collapsed the pocket. And, and that's what the Chiefs are going to have to do with Jalen because they've got, um, you know, they've got a guy who can escape. And, and, and then again, like I said, beat you with your feet, beat, beat you with his feet. So I think that's what, that's, if I'm if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs defensive line, I'm going to be very disciplined in my rush, and that's he, the kind of package I think it's to put together. Here in Patriots country, it always gets back to the Patriots, and so let's assume the AFC certainly is going to be run for several years by Mahomes, Burrow, and Josh Allen. Is there room for a fourth team in that party? Can the Patriots eventually crash that party? Uh, you know, and then before the next decade is over. Well, you know that you know you know that Bill Belichick's not going to sit on his laurels, right? He's going to he's going to be out looking for the best talent. He's got the you know Robert Kraft is you know one of the top owners in, in the league, and he's going to make investments in that team because you know the city and, and the team and the organization has gotten used to winning, and they want to get back there. They're just one of those. Boston is just one of those cities that takes a lot of pride in having really good sports teams that can compete for, you know, their respective championships every year. So, you know, it's a city that players want to go play in. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that, that Bill Belichick will be getting this team ready for the future, uh, knowing that they've had a taste for, for what success looks like. And I think the crafts will, will look at that as well, right? They're not going to sit back and say, nope, we're not, we're not going to be a part of this party, right? They're going to want to get in there. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I think in this day of day and age of free agency and parity and all the things that you know we see happening, I think any given year a team can rise and and get themselves back into into sort of a national prominent position because you know nationally prominent position because you know because they can. You know, every, look at the, the Patriots were the last team to win a back to back Super Bowls, right? Yeah. And that was almost that was twenty years ago. And, and so it shows you how things can change quickly. And, and if the Patriots want to make the investment and use the, the experience of a Bill Belichick, then certainly they can be back in that mix. Joe Valerio, former Chiefs offensive lineman, and now a, a man in, in friendly but enemy territory at the Super Bowl party this weekend as he's based out in Philadelphia. You can catch out his, or you can check out rather his work at the Believe in Chiefs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He does great work there, and uh, I saw it recently on my uh, streaming device on my Roku TV. So not only a podcast but a video version of the podcast that's easy to find as well. Joe, we appreciate the time and the perspective. Enjoy the game. Enjoy the cheese steaks on the barbecue. Thank you. Thanks so much, Brady. We will, and uh, it's going to be a fun one. I'm, I'm loving that this game has been, uh, you know, the pregame stuff has been very respectful. We're not getting into any of the kind of shenanigans and bulletin board material that we've seen uh, from some other games this this 
playoff season. So I'm excited about a really hard-fought game that's going to be played by two respected organizations. Joe, thank you. We'll catch up again soon. You got it, buddy. Thanks, Brady.